When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That sucked. I kind of like the lost music because it really sets the it tone. It sets the tone. I, I, I it really, yeah. Th- this is going to be as pack therapy. This might be the biggest pack therapy of this, like the most pack therapy, pack therapy of the season so far. So far. Because that I, was yes. extremely frustrating. Very pack therapy. But but I will say this. There is a show going on down the hall. That one's a little more depressing. A little more depressing. Yeah. Game seven for the Coyotes, yeah. a blown lead. You know, yeah. sucks, but we got a lot more to go. D-Bags game one of the World Series, eh, but that's okay, because you're watching the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with PD. We got Danielle behind the Mac. We have Craig calling in for Mullet shortly, and as he just tweeted, the post-game player interviews were as brief as I have ever witnessed. PD, that first period was one of the most fun periods of hockey I've watched in a really, really, really long time, and it was all downhill from there. Yeah, it was interesting, though. The one thing that the Coyotes were able to capitalize, and, and you go back and when we get to the numbers, you're going to see this, that they scored four goals on seven shots. I mean, they they just they didn't really get any offense after that, but that first 10 minutes of the game, phenomenal. Like, every time you turned around, they're, they're scoring again. So that was really exciting, and it was guys that needed to get on the score sheet. We talked about Michelli getting his first of the year, Moser getting his first of the year, uh, McBain with one, and Dursey with his third Oh, my already. God, and what a beauty. Phenomenal we'll talk about goal. that a little later when we get to the positive talk. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so the, the truth is the LA Kings are a really good hockey team. So let's start with that. We've talked about the, their their weakness for the LA Kings, their goaltending. And I think it showed in this game. Phoenix Cop, Copley didn't start the game well today. Um, I think he gave up a couple he'd like to have back. Jersey's goal is phenomenal. Um, but there, there's a few I'm sure he'd like back. And then the LA Kings turned it up. And, and the Coyotes just didn't have an answer for it. No. And they, they played, they the Coyotes played for 10 minutes. The Kings played for 50. Yeah. And they just they just wore them down. And, and I, I, I think the big concern that i've said since july is really coming to bear and that's their defending and they they're this team is going to struggle to defend unless their goaltending is elite and it wasn't again tonight and unless it's elite i i don't know that they're gonna they're gonna have a tough time yeah it was it was tough because after so like i said that first period and i was at the game tonight it was so electric it was so much fun it was such great vibes. But in the intermission, I thought, okay, well, like LA is a super experienced team. They're a, like a playoff team, a potential playoff team. Like they're going to have an answer for this. I, I knew that. And in the first like four minutes of the second period, the puck never left the Coyotes yeah. zone. Like they could not clear a puck in this game to save their freaking lives. Like they just couldn't do it. Um, And it was just all LA, all LA all LA and this result almost felt inevitable. Like there was two minutes 
or you know just over two minutes left in the game we're like oh is it gonna go to overtime and you just like you almost just felt like it wasn't you just felt like la was gonna get it done and then the nail was in the coffin when keller um got penalized with just under two minutes to go like there was no real chance to come back at that point and just just awful yeah it's funny and you can point at different moments of this game so you go up four to one and whether they should be or shouldn't be at that point in the game, because Elliot was still out shooting them two to one at that point. And the Coyotes go up four to one. The problem for the remainder of that period, after they go up four to one, the next thing they did is they took two penalties. And that's when the momentum just shifted. Yeah. When they sat on the penalty box for four, almost four straight minutes. Who, who got the penalties? O'Brien and Schmaltz take two penalties after the four the one lead. And they don't get another shot on net. They go eight minutes without a shot on goal, and LA just poured it on. And I and I think that was really where the beginning of the end started already in the first period was with those penalties, and then the better team won. LA was better. Yeah. And it's it's the little things that this this Coyote team they will get better at. I I, I we've talked about secondary scoring. They got a little bit of secondary scoring today with Michelli finally yeah. get on and getting points from the defenseman. Four of the goals, two of them are scored by a defenseman again. So those things are positive. Got to stay out of the penalty box, and this team is going to have to. And this is just my opinion. They're going to have to learn how to defend differently. And by that, I mean this team is very aggressive in the defensive zone. From their blue line in, they chase the puck. They're very aggressive. They attack the puck hard. At some point, when you do that, one, you get tired. Two, you leave holes. We're going to spend some time on a PD's puck talk in the next two weeks on it because I'm getting frustrated with it. And and when you're when you're chasing the game like they chased against the LA Kings tonight, you have no chance to one crank create offense. Two, you get tired, and by the time you get the puck out of your zone, you're exhausted. So now you need a line change. They're going to have to learn to protect the house and not spend so much energy defending. Protect the house. Let LA skate around uh, all around the exterior and out the outside. You know what does that really well? Vegas Golden Knights. You guys want to play outside? Play outside. Instead, the Coyotes chase. And when you chase, you see what it causes behind you. So this this team's defense, and I and it's not the defensemen. I want to be really clear about that. It's not the six defensemen. It's the team defending. They just didn't defend well tonight, and they got beat by a better team. And, and that's going to happen a lot because there's some really, really, really good hockey teams in, in this league right now. So they're going to have to tighten up on the defensive zone at some point if they're going to want to progress and take another step forward towards the playoffs yep let's take a look at the numbers <laughs> yeah that'll be it's, that'll 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 make us. everyone feel better or not um la outshot the coyotes 39 to 23 um after the first period after all those goals in the first period the coyotes were outshot what is that 13 to 7 13 to 7 after which is one. just unacceptable um kings one for five on the power play again you talked about the coyotes taking way too many penalties coyotes oh for two on their power play block shots coyotes blocked a shit ton of shots 23 to la's nine and then shot attempts to me is possibly the most concerning la had double the shot attempts the coyotes had they had 80 shot attempts and the coyotes had 39 that is horrific yeah Horrific. And it just shows the, the stat that, you know, you're funny. We talked about block shots. So if you're blocking a lot of shots, it means you don't have the puck. And if you have a lot of hits, it means you don't have the puck. And shot attempts, you clearly don't have the puck. So just on those. And again, we talked about the five penalties. You're sitting. That's that's 10 minutes. That's a lot of. That's a half a period. You're sitting in the penalty box against a team that has speed, skill, and gets to the net extremely well and has balanced scoring. You're going to be in trouble. Um, now, that's. The, 
there's there's a lot of hockey to play yet. So the, you know they got 75 games to go. This isn't the end of the season yet. So I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit. Things are going to be fine. They lost two to LA. Everything's going to be fine. The other thing that this team is suffering from, and we saw it with the this late scratch of Dermot and Kraus missing the game today, there's an illness there's going through the bug. room. There's a bug going through the room. Yeah. And we tried to talk to Andre Turney this morning at, at the morning skate, and we're told that he was maybe not feeling quite so well himself. Yeah, so there's definitely something going yeah. around. Yeah, and that kills your energy. When and you're and well. also, so... And I know there was a lot of chat in the Discord today about this too. So Kraus has been out with an illness for two days. Um, Dermot out with an illness. And then you have Zucker's injury, which I really think you can see the impact of that yeah. already, which has been super unfortunate. So they had to shuffle the lines. Cooley was centering a line with Carconi and Sanford. Um, and then Bukestad was between Michelli and Kerfoot. That was kind of a, a line shuffle. Um, so sometimes shuffling lines goes well. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, and yeah, they were just, they had to call, they had to recall up, you know, Yannick as a backup. Um, he did, he warmed up, but he was a scratch. You saw Zach Sanford in the Mm -hmm. lineup, but it's just, this is not a full healthy lineup and not, it's not making excuses. It's just kind of recognizing one of the factors. Well, and this team is, we've talked about their depth and Craig mentioned on the the show the other day, he likes their forward depth. Yeah. But, but, but even when they're full strength up front, we've talked about the, the, you know, the disparity of from the second, third and fourth line, we've talked about the, those nine forwards, I think it's three third lines. And, And so you start taking away two, three players out of that group. It gets pretty thin. So I think that that's part of the problem, too. For sure, when you thin the lineup out, you're, you've got guys that are, are trying to change roles. And, you, and then you also get those line juggling. You're not you're playing with guys that you didn't even you've never played with this season so far. And then you didn't even skate with them this morning because they were scratches later in the day. So, I, of course, that's part of it, too. Um, you can't throw much weight into game seven. Um, one of the things that you'd like to see more out of an Andre Turney team is you'd like to see the effort. And I don't know if the second half of this game that you saw that that Coyotes push that you always saw or that Coyotes, hey, they're in it till the end or, and that, that pushback or the mullet magic that we talk about. You just didn't see that. I don't know if it was a lack of energy because of illness or they're just tired or I, I don't know what it was, but they just didn't have that spark that you normally see out of an Andre Turney team. Yeah. Um, let's bring in Craig. Well, well that'll <laughs> brighten up the mood. <laughs> um, we'll bring in Craig. Um, Craig, first of all. Hello. Oh, Danielle, Uh-oh. go back to live mode. <laughs> that, that might fix it. Yep. Okay. Hold on, Craig. We're trying to fix your audio. Click, click right below him. Sorry, we're uh, working out some kinks. Okay, Craig, we're going to need you to call back. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're working out some kinks. It's all good. We're working out some oh, kinks. Oh, man. Just like the coyotes oh, are working out man. some kinks. Oh, man. Yeah, no, here. it's totally fine. It's, it's early. Oh, it's boy. early in the season. It's see, early, it's in, early the in the season. season. <laughs> see, and, and Nick Nelson. Yeah, do you know who that picture is? Uh, by the way, I, who? I, uh, DB Cooper. Nick I don't Nelson. know who that is. You don't know is Nick Nelson DB Cooper? Is that his? And we'll see. Um, yeah, we probably didn't need to hear from Craig anyway. Let's no, see it's if this fine. Works. It's fine. Now just now, Danielle, just click the interview scene, and we'll just because it'll already be ready to go. Yeah, Craig. Hello. There we go. Hey. We got it. We got it. 
Craig, that was sh- that was shitty. Yeah, it was uh, quite a night in the valley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. ASU hockey blows a four-one lead, t- goes to overtime, and loses to Miami of Ohio. D-backs up five-three in the ninth. In the ninth, tie, walk-off home run, and extra innings. Coyotes up four-one in the first period, <sighs> blow the lead, four unanswered goals, lose five-four. Yeah, and I heard PDR what you're saying as I was waiting in the green room, and that's it. That's they they just didn't push back. They get up four one. They like their start, obviously, and I think we all thought this was going to be a lapper at that point. And then LA just starts taking control of the game, and the Coyotes never had a push. I I, I get what you're saying about the lines, but I don't I don't think that excuses the the effort compete level. They got out competed. They got outworked by LA for two and a half periods of this game. And that's pretty crazy, especially in this building, especially after you just went to L.A. and lost to this team. You would think you would have had a much better effort from start to finish. You can't get swept by a team. I don't care who it is. They're not a division opponent anymore. You can't get swept in back-to-back games. They got thoroughly outclassed for two and a half periods. I, I said this to you guys in the text. I don't think I've seen a Coyotes team get that badly outplayed since the bubble against Colorado. That was Quite frankly, embarrassing. These two teams didn't even look like they belonged on the same ice. Yeah, and it's funny because you brought up a really good point because this team, especially under Andre Turney, it doesn't matter if the team's in last place playing a first place team, they still competed. And you still yep. felt like you could play the Boston Bruins and you go, oh, they're still in it. They're still competing. It's still close. Uh, it's It's been a while since you just felt just deflated like we said it here craig in the third period you go oh this is coming like you could see it coming like there was there was no offense there was no pushback no shots on goal there was just nothing and and sometimes you look for and i'm i'm not a a guy that enjoys fighting but at some point look look for a big hit look for something to get the the team back into it you know and it just even well, that, that and missing. that's but that's something that jason zucker i feel like brings and that we saw in the first few games like he's rallying the team and that that part of it was just missing so i feel like with zucker out of the lineup not only are you missing a little bit of that offensive push but you're missing that leadership and that sort of thing too but you got Liam O'Brien and Josh Brown both in the lineup tonight. Neither one of them, you know, that that's kind of their role. And I'm not even, you know, I'm with you, PD. I'm not even sure that that's an entirely effective means of turning a game around. But that is part of their role. Neither one of them engaged in it. The only thing Josh Brown did tonight was just give up chances and not move the puck, turn the puck over. Josh Brown was just got awful tonight. And you kind of understand why he hasn't been in the lineup lately. Yeah, there are there so many problems tonight. The turnovers in all three zones, I think turnovers were a problem. And you just never felt, and I, and I know they score four goals on, what, seven, eight, seven shots or eight shots. They had four goals. But after that flurry, their offense disappeared. Like, it was just gone. And I, 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 the power plays, which has been one of their strengths, I didn't feel, you know, they were for two, oh, for two, one, you don't get opportunities because you're not playing hard enough to draw penalties to get power play opportunities. But I didn't feel the power play even gave them a, a boost when they were on the ice and you didn't get that momentum that they've had. So, yeah, this, this is a stinker. And, and the coaches are going to have a hard time with this one because they said on Monday, or when they are Tuesday when they played LA earlier and they lose in LA, they go, oh, we just have a few minor corrections to make. Yeah. We talked to him this morning. We talked to Jersey and Jersey said, yeah, we corrected those mistakes. We looked at our defending. We're going to be ready to go. And it was worse. It was worse. Like that, that, that defensive 
from the blue lines in, this team was was just completely outmatched. And they're they're I, I honestly think they might have to go back to the drawing board on how they defend. Like they might have to really look close at what they're doing in the defensive zone because the LA Kings are fast and there's a lot of movement. We call it an active offensive zone when the defensemen come down. There are teams that are so much better than LA at doing that. And when you talk about Colorado and teams that have that kind of speed, they're going to be in huge trouble when they play teams like Dallas and, and Colorado would have that, that and, and you know, we saw it in Jersey too. So I don't know. They're going to have to do a better job of, of protecting the house because Vimelka giving up five tonight does not bowl well for the for this team being in hockey games no yeah and i don't know what else you say about it i I, honestly this is just a i know they got the four goals early and and honestly there's probably a little bit of luck there um getting four goals on eight shots they they just got outplayed in every phase of the game tonight and i'm i'm a little surprised by this effort after tuesday's game in la i i i have a much higher opinion of the la kings i can tell you that than i did going into these games they're a playoff team and they're impressive there's a lot to like about that team i'm not sure they're among the elite class of the west those three teams that we always talk about colorado vegas and dallas but they're a notch below it they look really good but the coyotes i mean we we were just talking the other day on our show is this possibly a playoff team given the the look of the west well (laughs) that seems like a just a ridiculous conversation to have after these last two games yeah, and I think that, that and, and again, they, they can right the ship, and you got to take, with Zucker back in the lineup, this is a different team. Um, Kraus is, yeah, Kraus has got to get back, and he's got to get back to the way he, he can play. So it's not just getting Kraus back to the way he was pre-illness. He's got to come back and play like he did a, a season ago. There's 75 games left. So this is a long, long journey. But but I agree with Craig in that I the LA Kings are better than, than I gave them credit for. This LA King team, I know they made some changes bringing Pierre-Luc Dubois and Gabe Villardi is one of the players I really liked on this team, a young player they traded to Winnipeg to get Pierre-Luc Dubois. And I, I tell you what, this team's good. And if they can get find the answer in net, and we saw Phoenix Copley struggle tonight. If they can find the answer there, this team, yeah, they're, they're, there's the top three, and then I think there's Minnesota and L.A. And now that's starting to dwindle on who we think can make the playoffs. Another topic I wanted to bring up with you guys, and it, again, it's time and place. Like after this game, I think there were two athletic writers here tonight, J.J. Mosier and Sean Dursey both spoke, and the combined interview time was maybe five minutes. It was brief. You can't, there's just, they're not in the mood to talk. So we get in Andre Turigny and I, w- I was thinking I wanted to ask him this question, but I th- also also thought in that setting, I might wait a day and get his thoughts when he can actually compose himself because he was, he was not in a good mood tonight. Literally when I started, you, you guys know how jovial he is all the time. And I started with something and he, he just said, is there a question? He was not in a good mood. Um, I was wondering what happened with Logan Cooley. He was pretty much chained to the bench in the third period. He did not get a lot of ice time in this game. Um, I saw what he did in the first couple of periods. Uh, He didn't play well. He didn't play well in this game. He's not managing the puck well. And that's something that he's going to have to learn. We've talked about this for a little while. He's not managing the puck, but I think it was a little surprise to some people that he just didn't get any ice time. It may have had something to do with his line mates, but you you can always mix things up. He just didn't play a lot. Yeah, you got 11 minutes, just over 11 Which minutes of ice time. Because he'd had 19 like yeah. last week. <laughs> and and keep in mind, though, this is a kid that came from college where he played two games a week. And they're playing, well, I guess this week they did play two games, but he's playing more and it's going to wear on your body. And you, yeah. 
like I, you, you see all of these young kids across across the league. You, you look at the ones like Matthew Nyes. Matty Nyes is a big, strong kid. He's a year older than Cooley even. And you think, okay, he's having a really good year. Bedard had I had another goal tonight. So they're tied with points with Cooley. But these young guys, it's a hard, hard, hard transition. Hard. Like Cooley does not have the time and space that he had a year ago in the Big Ten. He just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a player that expects things to happen when he has the puck. You could see it when he played for Team USA. You could see it for um, the University of Minnesota. When he had the puck, things happened. It doesn't work like that in the NHL. I mean, until you get bigger, stronger, faster. Like He just doesn't have any room to make those plays. So if you don't have the room to make those plays, you need to make better plays. And sometimes the better play is just a simple pass, a simple dump and chase, chip off the boards, chip to yourself. And those are the things, Craig, I don't think he's gotten his game yet. I think he's so yeah. used to making that, that one extra move or that dynamic behind the back pass or trying to take it through someone's legs. And, and it, that's not there right now. So you're going to, and I'm sure the coaches are telling him it's not there. So guess what? But Logan, you get to the red line, you dump the puck in. We'll go get it. And, and I, I think too, he's going to have to, again, he's going to have to adjust his game a little bit. The one thing he has an advantage of is he does have a high hockey IQ and the kid can skate. And, and I, I saw someone in the comments talking about a, a Strom. Like Dylan Strom could, didn't have the speed that this kid has. So yeah, it, we're, yeah. we're seven games into his NHL career. I don't want to label him a Dylan Strom um draft pick quite yet so he's gonna have to learn (laughs) to manage the game better wow no (laughs) no i mean there were a lot of people that saw dylan strome that that before they made the dylan stone draft pick a lot of people were like "Eh, can't skate i'm I'm not sure the dynamic ability is there logan cooley has all that he's but he's got to learn how to play the nhl game he can't make those individual plays all the time. It's just not going to happen here. You saw his role on the LA Kings first goal. That was, he, he was, he played a big role in that. Um, I'm sure Andre wasn't happy with a number of things in his game. Again, it wasn't the place and time to ask tonight, but I'm curious uh, what his assessment will be uh, after these two games against LA. Okay. I have a few more things and Craig, I want to keep you here if that's okay. Sure. Um, but before that, I do want to just take a quick break because, you know, we talk about Shady Rays and how great they are for the sun here in Arizona. But sometimes you just want to put on your sunglasses and, like, walk by so, like, nobody talks Hide. to you. I do yeah. think sometimes, like, putting on sunglasses is just a good, like, don't look at me, don't talk to me. I think Derek put on sunglasses Derek tonight. Um, you know, Very I've, appropriate. I've done that a time or two. So, Shady Rays, many uses. Yes. Um, so, if you haven't checked out Shady Rays, you can do so right now. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season, you can go to ShadyRays.com and use 50% off for two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And Craig, another new sponsor that you don't know about because you weren't on the show with it. So I'm going to tell you all about it. And that is Empire. Um, and they have an all-time jingle, an all-time jingle With Empire today, you get to shop at home, your own home convenience, and get the right product for your needs. Quick and professional installation and a price match guarantee. Um, It's the best place to get new flooring. So check out Empire. I know uh, you and Tara are always changing stuff in your house. So check check out Empire. I can even even sing the jingle from childhood, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. Maybe maybe not after a a loss like this, but sometime I'll I'll, I'll (laughs) sing for you. 
Um, but yeah, Empire, they, they're great. They really, you know, they do a really good job, a really thorough job. You have Empire flooring. I, in your I do. House. Yeah. I have Empire carpeting. I do. And great, Empire. <laughs> great deal. You can schedule a, a free in-home estimate today, and all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. I want to say one thing, Craig, because a lot of people in the chat right now are saying that I want to make something very clear. We're seven games into Cooley's career. We are the three of us. Well, and, and DC behind the Mac, we are not saying that Logan Cooley is a bust. Good Lord, no. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Logan Cooley is an outstanding hockey player. He is going to be an amazing player for this franchise for a very, very, very long time. There is no doubt about it. He's high IQ, great hands, high skill, great vision. He can get to the net and the kid can score. He hasn't yet, but he will and he can. I I, I want to make sure that everybody understands he had a tough game. He sat on the bench and he's going to have to learn to make adjustments to his game to be a better player in the National Hockey League. But that doesn't mean he's a bust. It means he has got some room for improvement. That's all. Okay. Sorry. Um, I wanted to talk about some positive things. Great. There were some cool things that happened in this game. Let's just pretend nothing outside of the first period happened for a second um, because Craig... I don't know if you can remember a time where there were the, like the goals were just coming and coming, like especially being in the building. It's like, you know, it was crazy. Um, and great stat, uh, Coyotes PR. Michelli, Mosier, McBain, and Dersey combined for the second fastest four goals to start a game in Coyotes Jets history. Eight minutes and 55 seconds. The only faster instance was 7.08 against the Predators on March 28, 2013. So... <laughs> Like, that's a decade almost. Like Craig right? kept typing out a tweet, like, yeah. and then delete, and then typing it out, and then delete. It's, it was just insane. Like that, it was just a, a flurry of goals. Um, you know, maybe they could have spread the effort out over sixty minutes, but again, I, we're in the positive segment of the show. I'm yeah. trying to be positive. Um, and great goals indeed. Matias Michelli will start with him. Um, pass to the back of the net, as we always say, gets his first goal of the season in just 37 seconds into the game. So started it off on a great tone. And Craig, you kind of had an inkling about Michelli tonight, right? He was my pick to click. He was. I said it. You heard it. You heard it in Patrick. I did. I had witnesses. And and honestly, it it wasn't very... uh, I actually shouldn't tell you that it wasn't deep analysis. It was... I did I did hours and hours of analysis to decide that Matias Michelli was going to be my pick to click. Actually, I just looked at hockey reference and looked at and noticed that he was averaging more than a point per game against the Kings, so I picked the click tonight and he scored the first goal. So there it is. And what did what did he do, Craig? He shot the puck. It was a two on yes. one and he shot the puck. It was a hell of a shot. Another yeah, thing that Logan Cooley needs to start doing, by the way. Yeah. He needs to shoot the puck. He has oh my god, the shot difference bet- the shot difference but be- I don't mean to go here, but the shot difference between Bedard and Cooley is like ginormous yeah but but are shooting from everywhere yeah like every and but release is insane yeah like we i know i've given him some shade on this show but the kid can shoot the puck yeah and cooley needs to shoot the puck yeah and not just and not just like weak shots just to get the puck somewhere because he can which he did tonight um anyway we're in the positive zone yep positive Um, zone michelli positive (laughs) and next positive jj Mosier gets his first of the season and we'll go ahead and just crown him um dog of the game J.J. Mosier, he's got that dog in him. Um, He had one goal, one assist tonight, was a plus two, which was fantastic. Um, And he also had a really great play in the second period, pushed a a Kings player off the puck 
Um, so again, to get your your defenseman involved on on offense, and I know he he also had some mistakes, as did the rest of the defense tonight. Um, but yeah, he you know with two points, the only Coyotes player with two points, um, he has that dog in him. No comment. I'm supposed to say something. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah, know. I, I don't know. That's up. usually how this how works. Oh wait, we we went in the other scene, so Craig got muted. <laughs> We're just behind the scenes of uh, what's going on. It's all good. It's all it's good. It's been a long day. No, it's totally fine. It's totally yeah, fine. you know, JJ. One of the things this team's going to need to do is they need to get their defense involved in the offense. We've said that from the beginning. They need secondary scoring. You've got so far Dumba got involved early in the season. Dursey's been uh, regularly lighting the lamp and now getting Moser on the score sheet's really important for this team because this team is going to struggle to get offense. They're going to have to get it from somewhere. With Zucker out of the lineup, Cooley hasn't scored yet. Carlos out of the lineup, and he hasn't scored yet. Without that kind of secondary scoring, you're going to need to find it from your back end. So having Moser do that is outstanding. Moser's the key to Mosier and having Mosier on this team is his ability to defend from his from the red line in read of rush and defending. And that's the part of the game he's still going to need to continue to prove on because they're going to need him. And, and, and I haven't seen him hit the level that he did in the last 20 games of last season. He hasn't hit that yet in these seven games where he hasn't defended like a beast where I go, oh, my gosh, good stick on puck or good rush read. The offense is nice, but I still want him to defend better from the red line in. Sorry, I know this was the positive segment. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to keep us positive. I'm not going to leave Craig a chance to respond since he probably wasn't going to. Um, he Jack- looks good, though. That's a nice suit and tie. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. Ja- Jack McBain, um, O'Brien. At first, it looked like an O'Brien goal. Jack McBain got a piece of it. Um, O'Brien and Stetcher getting points on that one. I um, should mention that Schmaltz and Keller did get points on the Mosier goal, which, you know, continues Schmaltz yeah, and Keller um, on yeah. a point streak. And then Sean Dersey. I mean, this was like the highlight of the night for me. Just an absolutely unbelievable goal. His third of the season already, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's outscoring a lot of people. As a defenseman, he's outscoring a lot of forwards who I think a lot of, but most of us here think should have goals already, but that's okay because he was brought in to provide um, some offense from the blue line and Sanford gets an assist. Karel Vamelka yeah, wow. gets an yeah. assist. Um, and the offensive juggernaut. Just like Logan Cooley scored midair against the Kings in yeah. Australia, Sean Dersey scores midair um, and we have a great shot of it um of him midair um on this goal just absolutely unreal kind of doing his his best uh bobby Orr Orr. impression so i i saw that get tweeted from the beat account the bobby Orr reference was that a leah reference or was that a craig reference i said that really yeah i'm not i know like i know know it's just fine but you're you were born after i don't know that's like one of the most iconic i know photos of all time just had craig craig was already in his 30s by the time that goal was scored no, no. I like that play too. It was it, w- it was a great speed rush on the outside. I mean, Sean Dursey's going to do some nice things for this team. I like I mostly other than tonight. I, I like the way he's quarterback the power play as well. So we've we've talked about you know he'll he'll need to work on the other side of his game, but he he's bringing them what they thought he was going to bring them early on in the season. So that's a positive development. The other thing that you know we were mentioning all the players who had points tonight. I was thinking after it's four one. This is going to be such a fun post-game room. There's going to be so much to talk about tonight. We have initially it, we were wondering if it was Leo, Liam O'Brien's goal, which would have been even better to have a Liam O'Brien goal and a JJ Mosier goal in the same game. Yeah, like what the paid, heck? Would have paid massive money on some bet out there. 
but then Karel Vimelka gets a point as well. This could have been amazing if they had hung on and won this game, but we're staying in the positive zone, as Leah said. So let's let's just imagine what it would have been like. We, yes. Maybe we should like spin the wheel of fantasy. No, what, oh my no. God. that was the closest. The that's game. A, the closest we've come to the wheel of fantasy. I was it was frustrating because I was with you, Craig. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was pretty excited, and we were talking about another win in the mullet. They'd have stayed undefeated in the mullet. It's a mullet magic. We have to wait a couple more days for more mullet magic. Hopefully, Monday. hopefully, hopefully. If you know, do. you know. I do know. You do know. Is there anything else positive? I don't think there is, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. No, no, not a lot to take positive out of this game. <laughs> no, not really. But you know, Petey, I was thinking if we did spin the wheel, we could. You know, we could have called it if we had uh, come no. out with a positive. We could have called it. An illusion. Oh, I like what you did there. If you know, you know. I, I tell you what. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you saw it it's today, coming. Craig. If you saw it today, it, we go look in in our Coyotes um, assignment. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. Oh, I saw. Um, it. I saw this it, is frustrating, and this is one of the ones when you go in the coach's room and your your head's just spinning. And this is the one, and I I tell you right now, if Rick Tockett was coaching this oh, game, boy, you know where I'd be right now? I'd be sitting in the coach's room. And right now we'd be, oh, 10.30. We might have watched the first period. When when games like this, Rick Tockett, we would watch the whole thing over again from beginning to end with no sound on. And he'd go, wait, wait, back it up. Back it up. Nope, back it up. And you'd sit there and it's dead silence. Because if you made a comment, he would just get angry because he knew he was in that mood. So you're sitting there 1230 and that the housekeepers would come through the, the coach's room. They dump your garbage and you're going like, you know, you're the last person inside Healy River Arena. You know, it, and you're like, oh, my God, can we just go home? This isn't going to get any better. That's the kind of night this was. It's it's the ones that the coaches go crazy at because you're up four to one. And this league, that should be good enough to win a hockey game. And you either A, shut it down defensively, B, put the foot down on the gas offensively, one or the other, and they did neither. And, and it was just, it, I'm so frustrated because you're so used to seeing this team skate inside that that the Mullet Arena. You're just used to them yeah. being all and it was in. A, it was, the atmosphere was amazing. Like, there was beat LA chance, rain. Like, it was it was a great atmosphere. It was Pride Night. I thought the Coyotes did a really nice job um, with Pride Night. It, like the vibes were good, and then they were not. Yeah, I'm just curious to see and when we talk to the players because guess who we have tomorrow morning, Craig, you and I. Yeah, FanFest. FanFest. Hey, hey. I'm sure I'll be so excited to be there tomorrow. Yeah, the players will be just yeah. loving that. Yeah, we'll we'll see if they come off a 9 a.m. practice. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I haven't checked my email to see if they're actually practicing tomorrow because, wow. Um, since we're out of the positive zone, and, and for the record, it was Petey that took us there, Lee, yeah, so it wasn't me. Um, Lee and I talked about one other thing, and before I go, I wonder, like, it, maybe they should just have, like, a 15-minute practice tomorrow, and they just practice chipping pucks out of the defensive zone because they failed on so many clears tonight. It was unbelievable. So many soft clearing attempts. Yeah, how many times, and Lee even said this, like, or, or maybe it was Patrick that said it, just go over the top. How many times have you seen guys just flip a puck high to get it out of the defensive zone? They failed on so many clears tonight, and it helped LA just maintain possession in the ozone, maintain ozone time. It just wears down a defense. It was unbelievable to watch tonight. Yeah, and we've talked about defending a lot tonight, but what that does, defending wears you out. 
Defending is yeah. tiresome. It's exhausting on your legs. It's exhausting emotionally because when guys are moving around, you go, you have to think. You have to. Th- you don't have to think as much in the offensive zone. You just go in the defensive zone. You got to think about assignments. Where am I at? Where's my man? It's it's just exhausting. And if you can't get that puck out of the zone, you lose the rhythm of your line changes. It's just the snowball effect by not getting the puck out of the zone. You, you needed hammer. And Nicholas Yarmushin, dude, got the puck out. weren't pretty. Yep. Glassing out. Glassing out. And sometimes that's okay. And I I agree. Funny, the soft exactly plays. Exactly what I was thinking about. The yep. soft turnovers just. Again, it's it's too much of that trying to be cute, trying to be pretty, trying to be fancy, and sometimes just get it off the wall and get it out, and and let's live for another day. That's what we used to live for another day. Just get it out of the blue line. Let's make a line change. Live for another day. And and I felt that there was just there just wasn't that. There was just too much. It just wasn't good enough. And there's Ren. Okay, we're we're gonna end the positive segment yes. on a real positive. Here's a positive. Raven follows, which is actually Ren said hi. I'm here on my way home. We met Ren tonight. It was so great to meet Ren, who we met uh, or who is part of our Discord. Um, and they got a Matt Dumba puck from the the what was what's it called? Like the mystery puck. The mystery puck. Mystery puck. Um, really great to meet you, Ren. So that was a, that was a highlight of my night for sure. And there were a lot of um, off ice highlights that I had. So I'm. Uh, I'm not, wasn't part of the losing locker room, so I can take away some positives from my night. But uh, Craig, we'll let you get going, and uh, Blackhawks on Monday, woo! But before you leave, Craig, because mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to anything like emails. Please reach out to me tomorrow morning because I have no idea where and when I'm supposed to be at Coyotes Fan Fest. Okay, <laughs> we'll do, buddy. Thank you. Okay. And we should probably tell people that there's Fun Fest tomorrow and somebody will tweet out where it is. I don't know. I it's don't know. At, it's at um, main event in Tempe. There main event in Tempe 10 from, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. But you need a ticket. You do need a ticket? Yeah. Do we need tickets? No, you have no. press pass. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Coming down to my hood. Well, not exactly my hood, but it's pretty close to my house. Good luck with that drive. Pack water, buddy. Okay. All right, Craig. We'll Craig, see you, get home uh, safe, we'll and we'll later. see you tomorrow morning. All right, guys. Can't wait. See you. Fast All right. Fest. Bye. Yeah, and, and again, it's just the frustration is we we believe me. Lee and I have sat here through many a coyote loss. Many, 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 many <laughs> coyote losses. So we, we 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 you know so we're used to it. It's this one hit different. This one hit different. A 4-1 lead at home in a building that you've had an amazing home record in a season ago. It just, this team doesn't lose like that. They haven't lost like that in years. Like you, you can get blown out a two, but you don't lose a four one lead. So I think that's where Andre Turney's frustration comes in. Is this team usually scratching and clawing right till the bitter end? And I didn't feel that tonight. Yeah. And then right, right in the last two minutes, when you go, okay, maybe they can get a push. Maybe they can get a push to get get that tying goal. Oh, Clayton Keller gets a penalty, and he's in the penalty box. I know it was an inadvertent high stick off of a face off. I understand that, but still, you can't make that push if you got a guy in the box. So. Again, an- another another game you just throw away and, and go back to the drawing board and hope for better against Chicago. And Chicago is a team they they believe right now they got a win tonight too, didn't they? In overtime, um, I, I yeah they won against Vegas. Vegas's first loss of the season. yeah Vegas's first loss of the season is against in Chicago. Vegas. Boston's first loss of the season is against Anaheim at home in Boston. What the hell is going on? 
Weird. So Chicago is coming in here and here's, here's the, here, let's talk about this. And this is the last thing I'll say about the Chicago thing. And I know it's an upcoming schedule. Chicago played in Vegas today, 3 p.m. Vegas day or Nevada day. I don't know what Nevada day is, but it's a holiday. <laughs> so they played at three, who cares? But they landed here in Arizona while this game's still going on. They're already here, here. They don't practice tomorrow. You're in Scottsdale slash Tempe. It's like 85 degrees tomorrow. Buddy. <laughs> so, yes, this is a good time. So, Chicago now won't hit touch days till Sunday. They have practice. And then Monday um, is the game. They're going to have a really good time. I don't know if the Coyotes will be feeling like they're going out partying the next two days. I just don't feel it. The Coyotes are, you know, if there's, they're going to be pouting. So, I, I like their chances on Monday. So let's go get that that Cooley versus Bedard magic going again Monday. Well, if you have faith that the Coyotes will bounce back, I do. Um, on Monday, you can bet their money line or their puck line. Let's do it over at DraftKings. Do it. Um, yeah, check out DraftKings. You can bet on the action on the ice at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now. Use code PHNX, and new customers can get two hundred bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on hockey. So you can throw your five dollars on. Money line, puck line, first goal scorer, anytime goal scorer, shots on goal. There's so much with hockey you can bet on. It's super fun. So that's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. I'm going to give my DraftKings pick of the week, but it's actually going to be an MLB pick because okay. I'm just looking at tomorrow's D-backs right. game. Um, and I like to do home runs because... Oh. I think it's fun to like don't root worry for about a guy. The outcome, yeah, don't isn't the outcome, outcome. I don't need to worry about it Home in a run. bet when I'm already worried about it in my heart. Um, so I'm gonna take, and it's a little bit not out there, but it's kind of higher odds. Um, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. to hit a home run plus six fifty. Why not plus six fifty? Why not? Why not? That's I know what, DC loves it. Yeah, that's my DraftKings pick of the week. Um, but you can check out all the different odds over at DraftKings. Um, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake, Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright of the nhl 2023 all rights reserved Woo! Um, <laughs> the Phoenix Suns, they play tomorrow um, and they play on Arizona's family, which is really cool. It's their first game of the season on Arizona's family sports, their home opener, which is really cool. Um, and I'm really excited to tune into that. Um, you can watch that either with your antenna over the air channel 44 um, or if you just have cable you can watch on channel three um but yeah over 70 games will be on arizona's family sports this year for the suns which is really cool and wherever you live in arizona you can visit azfamily.com and click suns games for listing information for your area it's a great resource to help you find your phoenix suns games on arizona family sports let's take a look at the upcoming schedule you already talked about chicago um, but it's an interesting week because you have the ducks on the road on wednesday who aren't great, but the Coyotes only beat them 2-1 last time they played already. Montreal, again, struggling team, but I don't know. I, I, I just, last week, earlier in the week, I was like, yeah, look at next week. Like, there's a lot of winnable games, but 
They really need to get together. They have to find the mullet magic in three out of four. Winnipeg visits um, Saturday at home at, in it for a matinee. They have to capitalize on mullet magic. They have to find wins here, and they have to come out of this week. Honestly, PD, they have to come out of this week three and one. Yeah, you look at this team, and a year ago they played the majority of their first 20 games on the road last season. And they, they got behind the eight ball early because of those road games. This, they have five of the, five of their next six are at the mullet. They have to win those games. Like you have to, and I, when I say have to, this is still, uh, we're thinking this team might have a chance at the playoffs. Well, this is how you have to get in the playoffs. You have to win your games at home. And so losing a game tonight, they're head four to one means you're going to have to make up that ground somewhere else. And, Maybe this team isn't a playoff team. Maybe this is just smoke and mirrors and we're all kidding ourselves and, and it will be a few weeks from now. We'll see what this team really is. But I still think these are winnable games. And I think the game in Anaheim is a winnable game. I think Chicago is a winnable game. I think Montreal is a winnable game. And I even think Winnipeg at a one o'clock matinee on, on the weekend, I think is a winnable game. So yeah, they, they need to come out of this weekend. They need to have more than four points. It's not two and two. It's it's two two one and one, mm-hmm. uh, three and one or four and zero. Oh. You've got to get some wins now. And I think if you do that, you're going to get that positive spin back on this team. This right now, this just tastes bad. It's got a bad taste in your mouth. It just you, 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 you're. I'm frustrated and discouraged watching this one tonight. I can't imagine the feeling inside the room. So. The best way to fix that is with a win. And with Chicago coming in, this Chicago team has a lot of holes. They they do a lot of yeah, they have a lot of problems defending, and their goaltending is iffy. They've got some offense and they've got some speed, but it's a winnable game for the Coyotes. And I think this could be an opportunity to get their offense back on track. I just uh, looked at the Roadrunner score because I was I like, "Hey, maybe the Roadrunners." The Roadrunners play. Play. Yeah, no. they lost four one, but yep. but. Josh Stone scored, uh, and Dylan Gunther had one of the assists. So that's good to see. Yep. Yep, it is. They <laughs> lost too. A lot of losing today in Arizona. Yeah, we can just wash, we can wash that wash away. Yep. Um, there was a question way earlier, I think Caleb asked, like, is it okay to have two back-to-back flush games? Like, I, mean, it's okay? not, it, I mean, it's not okay, but like... It's it not, okay? but is it the end of the world? No. Because this was game... Six and seven. Yeah, it's 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 not clearly not ideal. It's where frustrations come in, and when what happens inside those rooms is because I've been there. Is is coaching staffs at this something like this? You try to do too much now, and you try to you try to fix four or five, six things because you have so many things on your plate. And so though Craig wondered if if they were going to skate tomorrow, I would bet they're skating tomorrow. And then they have practice time really early. It's 9.30 in the morning because I got to be at FanFest. So they're skating at 9. It might be 9, 9 or 9.15, but it's early in the morning. And if you've got to be at the practice two hours before, it's early. I think it sends a message. So I think they'd be on the ice tomorrow. But, but the key to it is you try to solve one thing. Try to solve one thing. Not seven, one. Yeah. Pick one thing and go, okay, we're going to focus on getting better at this one thing today. And the one thing Bear's been really good at is he's been good at getting that atmosphere of guys being enjoying being at the rink. They need to find that tomorrow, but they need to get some work done. Yeah. I, I would expect, I would expect them to skate tomorrow. 
And if, if they're not, they're going to be in one on Sunday. Their skate on Sunday is going to be tough. Tomorrow, if I'm a player, I want to skate tomorrow because I know there's a. it's got to end by a certain time because i got to get a fan fest. Sunday, this could just keep going and going and going. And so you can flush it, but you got to learn something from it. And I, what I would take away from this one is I would talk about the effort and I would talk about playing for 60 minutes and I would talk about the ability to stay in the game. So I, I think they can improve on that. Bear's shown he can motivate players but I'd go take this team to the rink tomorrow and I'd get some work done. I think the one thing that you could, that gives me hope going forward and looking at the upcoming schedule, the loss on Tuesday, like that, that one kind of sucked, but like we said, it was kind of, it could have been even like at one point it was a one goal game. It it was like shitty, but it wasn't horrible. Right. Um, And you know, like you mentioned way earlier in the show, we talked to Jersey, you talked to bear. They're like, there were some really good things we did. There's some things we have to clean up. That's what we're working on. So you're like, okay. And then the fact that this happened, like this is a kind of a wake up call now. It's kind of like, okay, now like this isn't a, Oh, we did some good things. It's like, we did some bad things and like they, they need to be fixed now yeah. or we're going to have problems. So in a way, it could be a good kind of kick in the ass. And I think one of the things, too, you brought up a really good point because I, I hadn't put thought about that, too. Last year, this team was you guys are going to suck. You're going to get last and you're going to be picking for Connor Bedard. That was their thought process games one through ten. That's all they thought of. So they're like, yeah, we're going to show you. We're going to work our asses off and we're not going to be that team you think you are. But what happens is media like us sit there and talk about the playoffs and so they're sitting there going well we can make the playoffs we're a playoff team well guess what you have to have that same work ethic that you had a year ago to prove everybody wrong you have to do that now when you're a better team to try to improve and take that step forward to trying to make the playoffs and right now i don't know if they're doing that i think they're thinking it's coming too easy that's the feeling i had that they're just expecting it to happen. And that's what happens when you're being cute and making soft plays. They're not digging in. They're not playing coyote hockey. And you know what that is. It's coyote hockey is hard to play against. It's physical. It's getting first on pucks. It's forechecking hard and knowing you're in a game. It's, and, and I don't think they did that today. So I think it's a mindset change that they're going to go, okay, yes, we'd like to be in the playoffs, but we have to work for it. And I, I just haven't seen that work. And I didn't see the work necessarily on Tuesday either. So they're going to have to pick it up and they're going to have to get back to doing the things that made them successful a year ago. Okay. So we got the email. The Coyotes will practice at 9.45 a.m. at the Ice Den. Um, the, fa- the Fan Fest starts at 10 to 1 and players will arrive after practice from 11.30 to 1. Well, there you go. So, so see? But here's what's happening at Fan Fest, just for those interested. Um... Meet and greets, interactive gameplay, autograph sessions, and Q&A sessions with Coyote's GM Bill Armstrong and other key executives, and the chance to play games with players and enjoy games and activities. So, Can I play games with players? I can't see why not, PD. Cool. So, so there you there go. You and, 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 again, it's like I've done this before, because that's what I would I would have taken them in tomorrow. This would not, there's no way I would have let them go right to FanFest tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. All right. So so maybe that's the turn maybe that's the turning point. Now one thing that Andre Tournier does is he knows what bus- buttons to push yeah, on this does. team and and I would expect them to come out with a different mindset and a different effort level. And you know what? Maybe he makes some changes to the lineup. Yanni Neek's here. Yeah. And he's going to bring some juice. Yeah. I mean the kid the kid he he wants his opportunity. Yeah. So. He brings juice to the lineup and maybe maybe we'll get over some illnesses by then. I know Cross went on the ice today. Um for so, not that long. No, no, he didn't look good. <laughs> and I, I saw him and I'm like I'm getting away from you, buddy. But 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 maybe by Monday that's a couple more days of rest and he's back and and 
they just need to play with that chip on their shoulder. They need to get back to that mentality, bootstraps, pull them up and let's go play uh, like a pack of Holland Coyotes. And I hope they find that because that's a funner team to watch. I know that the, the four goals was really exciting, but it's four goals on seven shots. So the, they need to find the answer and find that extra gear to get back to playing the way they want to play. Yep, absolutely. Um, let's look at the punch card. You know, four, three and four feels a lot sadder than three and three. It did. I, so, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Can I ask you a question about this? Yeah. If, if you've watched the show before, and a lot of you have, I've got some neuroses. Okay. If you're making a punch card, okay. how come it's a roll of nine? You can ask Sean DeBoss. Why isn't it 10? You can ask Sean Why isn't it a nice even number of 10? You can ask Sean Because we do 10 game segments, you do 10s, not nines. Why don't you ask Unless Sean? the season was divisible by nine, then it makes sense. But it's not. You can ask Sean. Okay. Yeah. It's, it drove me nuts every time I looked at that damn thing. Make 10. <laughs> Unless there's 63 or 72 games that are divisible by nine, do it. Blatantly asked nine, I was going to let it slide. I wasn't going to call PD out on his use of the word fun. Did I say funner? You definitely did. God, it's more thank, fun. Thank God Craig wasn't here because you. It is yeah. more fun. It is more fun to Sorry, support your team with and with gear from Foco. Look at Caleb, Neuro some neuroses. <laughs> it's more fun. It is much more fun to support your team with gear from Foco. It is. You want to support the D backs in the playoffs? Foco. Foco. You want to support the Coyotes? Foco. You want your support- favorite college team in their um, bib overalls? Foco. Foco. Check out Foco. They have a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. Um, and they have your back for Arizona sports. So you can get the best gear around by visiting Foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com and using code PHNX. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Um, this has been Pack Therapy. <sighs> what? I saw it. Is that next? No. Oh. <laughs> this mm. is... This is this has oh. been pack therapy, <laughs> <laughs> but the pack therapy started earlier in the Discord because everyone was chatting, um, lamenting. You know, there were a lot of highs and lows in the Discord tonight. There um, were. but what I love about the Discord and it was cool at the game tonight, like we saw a bunch of diehards and it, we were like, oh my god, it's like a mini diehard meetup accidentally. It's just cool. I really love this community. It's the best part of doing this. Um, and you can join. I mean, you're a part of our community if you're listening to this or watching this at any point in time. But um, join our di- join our Discord. It's a really great place. Super fun. We talk hockey all day, every day in there. Um, and you only get in there by becoming a diehard. Yes. So do that. And you can also get a free shirt or hat when you sign up. And you get one every year. Your membership renews. Yes. Um, and then you can also get 20% off all merch and all events when you're a diehard. So just plenty of perks and plenty of reasons to become a diehard. And we have some exciting events coming up. Um, you can reserve your tickets for free at PHNX Cardinals home game watch parties, which will now be at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. So the first wow. one is this Sunday. We'd love to a see you there. Pass. Link in the show notes. So hmm, You do you. You do you. Check it out. There you go. The Discord. Um, do you Discord during the game? Yes. I, how do you do that? I tweet. I Discord. I, I do watch. neither of those things. I, <laughs> Did I say that right? Is it neither, neither, neither. either, or? I do neither of those things. I don't do them. I can't. I don't, I don't do them. I can I do handle neither. one thing at a time, and it's watching the game. And and I and I and I couldn't watch the baseball game too, which I had to try to do. By the way, and I know no one cares, but I'm going to say it anyway. Watching the hockey game while the world series is on with the phnx diamondbacks crew in the building 
is moderately distracting. Welcome to my life for the last two weeks. Those guys have juice. Yes. Like there's like literally the jump around thing, if you know, you know, but there's a lot going on. Like they, they do their own walk up songs. Like there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's music. There's, there's, there's things. Yep. And I, I sit in a chair and I, I sat in a chair and they were not happy with me sitting in the chair. They wanted me to cheer. Did they want you to jump around? They did. I did, <laughs> I, I, I did not. Big surprise. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna work on that. I'm gonna be more positive. I, and I, I here's I'm gonna I'm gonna drop something. I'll drop in the Discord. I won't drop it here. Ooh, there I'm gonna you tease go. something for Monday. That's got to happen. That almost happened tonight. And I was so excited that it almost happened tonight. Um, oh, walking and talking tomorrow too. Glad I could tag along this evening despite it being almost 1 a.m. here in Nebraska. Thank Nebraska? you so much. Thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate I it. I love the Midwest. Um, Caleb, I know I was so disappointed. There was no light show. If you know, you know. Um, I was also disappointed. And this is like, again, a complete coincidence. And I was just really disappointed that Travis Dermott was sick tonight. Yeah. Um, that was really disappointing. It was. Like, literally, there was, it was just one of those, like, universe moments where there's nothing you can do. Um, but that was disappointing. But like I already said, I think... Um, the guys did a good job with Pride Night tonight. It was really yeah. great. Um, the jerseys were cool. You can bid on them. Um, they had like really, really cool like banners and stuff. Um, and we saw a ton of signs with that said "Thank you, Travis," and you know, yeah. hockey is for everyone. And that was just really special. So, yep, that's going to be my positive takeaway from the night as a whole. We can flush the game. The players, you know, and the coaching staff will worry about it. <laughs> um, but that's going to be my takeaway because that's what I took away from being. There. Yeah. And, and honestly, that 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 was important for this organization. And, and I think they they did a really nice job. Yep. And, and it's too bad. Travis Dermott was ill tonight. Yep. It's, it's too bad. And what a wonderful young man he is. Because of what now? PD going full boomer tonight. FanFest going to interfere with the 4 p.m. dinner special. You, you guys, you guys get, <laughs> like, they think that's kidding. Like, if, if we're not, if I'm not sitting at the dinner table having dinner by five. Today, tonight, PD said that going to bed is his favorite part of life. It is my favorite part, of, <laughs> favorite part of the day is going to bed. And I don't care if it's 8.30. That's the murder she wrote starts on. <laughs> on A&E. No, I don't. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. Um, walking and talking tomorrow. We'll bring the good vibes back. Um... <laughs> If you're in the Discord, you know who it is. Just kidding. You probably know who it is if you watch the teaser video today because Troy Stutcher. Walking and talking? Yes. Troy, oh. Troy Stutcher told a hilarious prank story. It's up on our Twitter right now. Like dying laughing. And you have to watch till the end because there's like a really funny moment. It's just so good. Um, and there's a lot of cameos in tomorrow's Walking and Talking. The Walking and Talking, I tell you what, I, I will say it's this. It's catching on, Petey. It is. So the players, like it's a thing now. It is. It has become a thing. It took a long time, but it has become a thing. And there were more guys interrupting the walking. I think that makes it the most fun is when guys interrupt the walking and talking, and they harass the guy getting walked <laughs> and talked. Yeah, I, I highly encourage if you want to get a behind the scenes look at what these players are really like. And I thought tomorrow specifically, what like, really gave us, yeah, especially with some of his you answers. felt like they were little kids, yeah. like they were just kids screwing around, and so it was fun. It was fun, and and he the 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 young man we spoke with a great interview that part was great but it's all the interactions that these guys have as teammates i still believe in this group that they're tight and they're tight-knit group and they'll find a way through this yeah. together and, and they'll do it with with andre turney and i am putting a positive spin on this because i they're seven games in like it's everything's okay yep and american thanksgiving everybody mark it on the calendar which they already have because it's american thanksgiving so it's already on their calendar so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but but that's the point where you got to be close 
you'd like to be in, but if you're not in, you better be one or two points out. And if the Coyotes are anywhere in that range by American Thanksgiving, things are fine. But you've got to start racking up some wins, and you have to do it at home, and you have to do it right now. Yep. Um, if you want to watch that walking and talking, be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel um, because there's a ton of content on there besides just our live shows. So you should do that and hit the notification bell. You'll never miss when we go live. Give us a thumbs up on this video, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube. I love seeing we see when the thumbs up come. And I have to tell you, the little thumb going yep. is so rewarding. It is. Um, it is a serotonin boost for me. So please do that. Um, and if you're listening on audio, you can leave us a review there as well. We would sincerely appreciate it. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter. He's at SPS Hockey. I'm at Leah Merrill. Craig's at Craig S. Morgan. Danielle's at Abraka Danielle. The show's at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And we appreciate you all for being here for pack therapy. Um, so we'll see some people at FanFest. I was going to say that too. If you see Craig and I at FanFest tomorrow, please come yes. up and say hi we're interviewing people tomorrow we're interviewing fans and players and say hi to us if craig might say back because he's pretty bougie like i wonder if craig brings the red ropes with him like he should travel like oh, that should be his halloween costume like red <laughs> ropes should. oh my god like red ropes around that, that you can't so get good. to him. anyway but stop by and say hi if you make it to fan fest tomorrow yep absolutely um well everybody enjoy the rest of your weekend we will see everybody monday night after the coyotes play the chicago blackhawks but until then have a great weekend, everyone. Bye.